Piss me off with the job. Oh, trying to make this music work these days. I've been working 40 hours. Oh, I don't see myself being here too long. Honestly, I'm just trying to get home to you. I only feel home when you around. Honestly, I just want you around. You around, no, you around It's 4 a.m., nothing good happens after midnight when my mind What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul, but this time it's a special bonus episode, so we still will be having our full episode dropping tomorrow, actually, which is the first in the Who Protects the Protect Her series, and I have an amazing guest for the first uh, episode of that series where we're going to do a deep dive into the into like why women don't feel protected in certain situations it's it's going to be an amazing series and i couldn't ask for a better way to start it off but we'll get into all that tomorrow today we are actually here uh to have a conversation i'll be interviewing elijah banks uh artist from my city of columbus ohio and someone who's just doing real big things in the city and you know, just like Von Graves last week, um, I'm doing like I'm I'm really focusing on Columbus in, in 2020. And we have such an amazing creative culture here. And I talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I highlight very few of those artists um, in Columbus, of those creators, because they're not all just artists. I already have some other ones lined up with some, with the, um, some fashion designers here, uh, someone who's building their YouTube channel here as well. It's just really uh, an amazing city for a creative culture, and I'm glad to be able to use my platform to highlight it a a bit more. So I want to thank you guys for joining me on this journey and make sure you check out Elijah Banks music. If you don't after this episode, I guarantee you're going to want to check out his music. It was actually his new single 4AM that you heard to start off the show. Uh, You guys are here again. We actually will be discussing it um, here as well. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the interview with Elijah Banks. I'll see you guys there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a first time guest. Uh, well, no, I've been having a lot of first time guests uh, this this month, but I want to introduce an artist uh, from my city who's just killing it right now. Mr. Elijah Banks is in the building. What's going on? Hey, man. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm good. It's like interview after interview. I had uh, an interview yesterday. So just in that promo mode right now, just trying to keep everything afloat and continue making music at the same time so man how are you i'm good man i can't complain at all man i'm i'm honestly i'm i'm having one of the the best stretches like of my creative life for real right now so i'm happy oh what's that what what you doing well with this like the podcast has has been growing steadily for the last few years i'm uh like getting more into video like i have this whole short film i'm planning on doing with my daughter so like yeah it's just a lot of stuff brewing right now in my mind that's fire man i appreciate that's fire. That. film is film is like such a hidden gem i feel like i feel like if you're creative you definitely need to like dabble in it oh yeah absolutely just a little bit you know because it's, Cause it's like, like the, the visual medium is like it's it's it'll catch people's eyes that don't even know you or anything they'll just if you can yeah. do it right so and it's like, too, what we doing with music, well, what I'm doing with music is I'm trying to get people to close their eyes and imagine what they see. Uh-huh. And like film is actually, you know, you get to make that. So it's it's kind of like one and the same artistically. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. 
Well, man, I want to thank you for taking time out. What I need to ask you, man, what what is it like being in the place that you are right now? Because you hot out here, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm I'm trying to stay humble, bro. Like that's <laughs> that's what it is. Because you know it, it could go to your head, mm-hmm. but uh, you know you got the girls out there. You got the yeah. people sharing your music all the time. You got and you know one of the biggest things I'm learning is. And one of my homies told me this. It's like one of my OGs. He's like, there's going to be so many people that come around that are going to pitch you on whatever the deal is. It, it could be anything. Yeah. And you got to be able to really decipher, like, is this good for me? And, like, that is a huge challenge. Like, yeah. you don't realize it when you, like, are just, you know, on the way up. But the deals and the stuff, it just comes so frequently. It's just like, okay, like, actually, is this shit good for me or is this bad? So I thought that was like some wise wise words for anybody that's coming up in the industry right now like i had this 18 year old kid he did me on instagram and he was like hey man if you could give me any advice what would it be and i told him i was like first off don't stop the craft just keep going consistently mm-hmm. like if you got a rhythm going just go for it you know what i mean like like i look back and i could have stopped five years ago i told myself i was gonna stop rapping at 25 okay you know and I started rapping again at 27 and singing. Um, and now I'm like, damn, I'm glad I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm glad I kept going. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy because, like, you, you're right. You're so right. And, and, like, being a creative, and especially when you start getting buzz or attention, you have to learn discernment really early or you're going to burn out. Like, the people who don't understand, like, how to deal with it and i'll admit i didn't at all at first like it took me i've been doing this almost three years now this podcast in the first year i ain't even gonna lie i was wilding because i wasn't prepared for the attention that i was going to get for it. so it takes it takes you to be mentally mature but also to have discernment to know how to deal with that that type of stuff when it comes in for sure yeah and, and it's cool too because like in, well, i'm gonna just hit on this one more time when you first start you know, getting into whatever you're doing, whatever your passion is, mm-hmm. you've been told no so much that discernment doesn't kick in yet. Yeah, and you just start yeah. saying yes to everything. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm popping now. And then you, you're right. You burn out. <laughs> and then as soon as you burn out, it's a wrap, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But man, we got to talk about this album spin. Okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so I recorded this album over the all pretty much I started in March of 2019 okay and then I finished it around uh mid-December so it was crazy man because I was going through a lot on this album especially like in and out of relationships and I had to really take a step back and be like yo how can I capitalize off like the bad situation I was like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna do an album so every every song on the um the album is a situation right before it spins out of control okay. that's why I named it spin so if you listen to each song, you'll be like, oh, like <laughs> right before it's about to get crazy. You know okay. what I mean? And when I first picked that name, like people are like, Stan, Stan, what's that mean? And then when when I tell them the definition, it's, it's usually pretty cool. And I always like to do things that are against the status quo. Like I could do a love and hate or a blank and blank. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody can do that. But that's been done. Yeah, definitely. What, um... What motivates you musically? Like coming into this album, what was what was the mindset that you were in? Um, you know, it was crazy. After my first album, I was like, I don't know if I want to release albums anymore. So okay. I just started just I started making music more on a just trying to be creative tip for real. Like I was like, what could I do differently? And after about six or seven months of that, I'm just like, 
I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm scratching out. I'm smoking out like my fire is going out. Okay. And then I find this groove. I just find this little bop that I just, if you listen to each song, it's just like this little consistent bop. And I was like, I'm going to make love songs, but they're going to be boppy. Okay. So, cause I mean, no, I don't like, I don't sing ballads. I don't belt, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm more in the lane of like a her summer Walker. Like you're not really going to hear me like singing like Whitney Houston or anything yeah, like that. It's yeah. kind of like a new age R&B. Okay. Okay. What, how do you feel like, and we'll we'll get. I don't want to take too much off your album because this is your time to shine. But I, because we don't get many great R and B albums anymore, what do you think about the place that R and B is right now? Hey, I gotta say this. This is. <laughs> I think we get good R and B albums from rappers now. <laughs> I feel that. I completely feel. Yeah. That. I can agree with it. You know, because you're right though. Like now that I look back at it, you're right. We don't really get like straight up. Um, R&B albums from like an R&B artist and they're never like classics, but we get, I feel like we get great R&B songs on rap albums. Okay. And with how Spotify is curated now, like you can listen to a playlist and really be in your feelings versus, you know, when I was growing up, you had Mary J, you had Monica, you had Brandy, like those were the R&B albums that people, my aunts, you know, stuff would listen to. So, but no, that's a good point, man. I never thought about that. And that's, it's something that I'm always trying to expand my, um, my like music uh, arsenal okay. you know what i'm saying like sometimes one night i'll just listen to only brandy from 92 okay and i'll just listen to that all night we'll listen to nothing else just to see like i really want to be in that moment live in that moment what did it feel like to be uh you know mid-20s and 92 yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah i feel that i think i think too like when you look at r&b's are always been like as much as rap is a reflection of where we are in the culture is too R&B has always been a reflection of like how how we're feeling like it's a kind of a different vibe and like people don't fall in love like they used to anymore so that's why R&B I think R&B music is taking a different a different spin and not that it's a, a, a bad thing because there's some artists that are doing some really creative things with R&B like Masego I love mm-hmm. I love to hear him like just do his thing and, and it's hard to fit him in a box and I think as music grows and as our culture becomes the most dominant culture is that it's just going into a place where it's beautiful. Right. And man, I'm so happy you brought up Masego too, because (laughs) he's such a talent, man. Like when I first, I don't like to ride the wave of when I first hear like a lot of people naming the same person. Like I always like if album drops, always wait a month in order to listen to it. That way I'm listening to it from a perspective of, yo, this is actual talent. Like the music is good, not just hype, not clout. I found him about a year after he popped, like people are already talking about it. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. And then I saw that Tadal the, uh, that's live. That's what got me. Yeah. I said, yo, this man. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, is this staged? Like, is this fake? Like, is it pre-recorded? No, nah, like this dude is really talented. And I respected that so much. I was like, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he's, he's uber talented, man. But Let's let's get back on you, cause Masego is. I could talk about his music all day, cause I found Masego's yeah. music when I was in a really dark place, bro. Like dead, dead serious, and it was like it was that spark that I needed to kind of snap out of it. So, uh, yeah. But spin, man. Uh, what's what is your favorite track on the album? My favorite is "Zooming Through." It's number two. Okay. <laughs> uh, that song is about my car getting declined at uh, <laughs> like a high. High uh, high fashion retail store okay. in the mall. And that's happened to me before. It actually wasn't at like the Louis store, but I was like writing this record. And I was I always try to make like 
an embarrassing moment or something that you would see something that you would see that's like bad into like a dope song. Okay. So like some of my favorite artists do it like Frank Ocean. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he could take something bad and it's just like, damn, like this is really a good song now. Yeah. So I think that's an art form in itself. So I, I tried that on Zooming Through and I was like, I'm gonna make this into a bop. Like my car got declined, like <laughs> and I got this retail problem about high fashion and I'm just flirting with the cashier and uh-huh. you know, I'm trying to get a discount, you know, and make it into a love song and it's called Zooming Through slash uh, retail love. So okay. that was my favorite song and it was my favorite to um to actually listen back to after I mixed it. Like I just found myself dancing to it like the whole time. So it was okay. it was cool, man. I liked it. How many how many of the songs in this album have you gotten to perform live so far? Um, actually not uh actually I take that back. I was gonna say not any, but the last two records on the album I've done a few times. Those were done, but they were never available for um like streaming. Okay. So like we were just like, Oh, let's try this out at a show because we wanna see like do would people even like this um before you actually put it on the album. So we did that with the last two. Um that is rebound and i'm sorry getting by and couple bands but i actually got a batch of shows coming up here okay. <laughs> i got some rehearsals coming up with the <laughs> band it's about to get i call it show season like mm-hmm. i've been in the gym just getting that cardio up because once show season starts man it just it's weird because especially in columbus people see you do a few big shows and all the other shows just start rolling in yeah it's like yeah. week after week after week after week yeah, and, and Columbus is such a place that when when Columbus messes with you, when they fuck with you, they really fuck with you yep. on a different level. And, like, I've lived all over the world. So, like, I grew up in Germany, lived in Italy, moved to St. Louis, and then I came here. Um, and a few other stops along the way. And there's uh, there's never been a city where, like, I, can, I feel the vibe like I do in Columbus. Like, when they, when they support people who are really from here, it's completely different, man. Yeah, I, I know, man. Like, uh, you know, you got that band camp that is going crazy right now. Uh, I don't know too much about them, but I don't know too many people selling out three nights in a row. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the Newport, you know, <laughs> that, that's what you call hometown heroes. Yeah. Like that's hometown love. So, but I think it, you, you know, we always got to come from a place of like respect to when you see something like that come out of the city, mm-hmm. even as a fellow artist, it's like, I don't know them. I don't know anybody in their camp, but I'm like, hey, you can't hate. Hey, numbers yeah. don't lie, bro. That's you know? what, yeah. Yeah. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> you know, it's it's the realest. So yeah. what uh when you when you go in uh like to perform live, when you're hyping up for a performance, do you listen to music do you kind of because like some people have different process like some people listen to music kind of zone out get into it some people like to just take it take in the nervousness and not do anything and just sit in that what's kind of your process to prepare like oh i definitely sit in my nervousness bro yeah. like i just sit there and i just i actually don't like to be around anyone okay because everybody's got so many damn questions like five <laughs> minutes before you go on stage yeah. everybody's like what time are you going on oh are we doing this song first it's like whoo just chill i like my routine is um I like one drink before I go on. Okay. Whiskey and Coke, uh, just to knock the nerve off just a little bit. That way when I'm up there, the lights, you know, it's not as like up front. And it kind of like gets me in a zone where like I I got an attitude where like I don't give a F, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm cool, but not enough to forget my words to the record. Okay. So uh, that's my thing. Yeah, but definitely I feel like anybody, well, I mean, maybe some people aren't nervous, but I know every show you get nervous. And it's usually the worst the day before, not the day of. 
I don't know what it is. Like I'll be at work just finishing up some stuff and I'll be like just so nervous and like anxious for some reason. And I'll remember, oh, I have a show tomorrow. Like I can feel it. (laughs) But the day of the show, like up until about five minutes before, it's cool. And then once you're on stage, it's just a different kind of, um, I know I kind of like black out a little bit. Like Mm. I only remember like bits and pieces while I'm up there. It's not blackout from like being scared. It's just like, I'm so in that moment that it doesn't really, like I'm not nervous but I'm also like really concentrated on making sure that the vibe is correct. I'm nailing my notes, my vocals, trying to be in line with the band and the sound is good. So it is like a lot of moving pieces when you're on stage, when you got a band too. So it's just like a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is it, is it different for you? Like, well, of course it's different, but do you prefer doing with the live band or do you for, prefer oh, doing 100%. with the Okay. Hundred yeah, percent, man. It's just like <laughs> I think the beginning is it's cool to do a DJ and um, yourself, but <laughs> man, looking back, I'm like, man, people had to be bored at my shows. Uh-huh. It's just so much you could do with a band to really, um, and even like for my genre, I feel like you could just be so much more entertained with a band. Uh, so like we we do a um, a sound check, a live sound check right on stage, okay, and it's cool. Like we, they just start playing whatever groove they want, and I introduce every member of the band, and it gets people to eventually walk to the stage and actually start to engage. You start talking to people in the crowd, like, "Hey, man, come up to the stage!" Like it's just like a cool feeling. You can't really do that over a two track. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's only so many DJ drops you're gonna be able to do yeah. in order to get somebody, or you can only run the song back so many times. Yeah. Yeah, and as a, as a viewer, like not at, like sitting back for somebody who loves music, like seeing somebody perform with a live band, it's just different. Like it's completely it different. like it'll put you in a whole different mental space and like to take in the music because really when you're doing it with the DJ, like they can be super entertaining too, especially like people who depending on the type of music you do. But it's something different about R and B and live bands, man. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a tad different, man. And it's like no knock to anything that I've done before with it. It's just it's a different feel. Yeah. It's a different feel. It's, it's hard to explain. For sure. So what you said you're heading into into performance season, man. What what where can people catch you at? What's what's next on the list? Uh, so we got I got one on the 28th of March. I'm sorry, uh, February. So here in about what is it? Almost almost two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm doing. Um, so my buddy just opened up a pretty nice studio. It's called a Bond Music Group, and it's um, a private event. So it's like a little like industry mixer kind of thing. I'm going to do that with the bands, like three to five songs. I think they're going to open up tickets um, maybe the day of to see if there's any more space available. Okay. But I got that one. I'm doing a co-headline show at the forum with Haji. Um, We're doing that one on March 28th. Uh, Also signed on for Four Festival in Dublin. Uh, We're doing that on... That's not until way down the line. But I'm trying to only do one... uh, show per quarter okay that makes sense because uh last year i did probably like 20 shows and they were all in columbus mm-hmm. and it's like I, I mean i don't care what you say it's the same 30 to 40 people <laughs> and mean, there's only so much you can mix your setup yeah. so i think the goal this year for me is to try and get some stuff out of the state try to build out try to make the album actually bigger you know what i'm saying that way i can get some um some people actually looking in different cities so that's what's up. So, 
It's a work in progress, man. You learn a lot. <laughs> you learn a whole lot along this way. It's so much more than the music, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, and I'm kind of on the other end of the spectrum from you because last year in 2019, I did just like speak. Like I had three live shows, and then I spoke at like two or three other events, but that none of them were in. No, one I did Cloud City in Columbus, but none of none of none of the other ones were in Columbus. Like. Here I'm focused on. I really want to do a lot of stuff in Columbus because the city need a the city needs it, but b like I said before, like it's just something different about Columbus, man, that I love. Columbus is just it just fits me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a nice city, man. I've been here for ten years now, and it's just like it's cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you got a new single dropping February fourteenth, four a.m. Oh yeah, four a.m. <laughs> four a.m. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's such a crazy record too. And they got a lot to do with the rollout. But this record, man, is, you know, I was talking to this girl at this one time and she was a bartender. Okay. And, you know, bartenders, they get off late. So she <laughs> kept hitting me up at like 4 a.m. I work at 9 to 5. I'm like, girl, like, you got to, you know, call me a little bit earlier. But so the song just kind of goes into like that love story. Okay. And it's cool, man. And I won't allude too much into it. I, want, I still want people to listen to it. But such a dope record. Um, 4 a.m. It was produced by my boy Mantra. He's such a cool guy. Um, no features. It's just me on the record. It's kind of got like an old, old school feel to it. Mm-hmm. I do have the, um, you, there is an ability to pre-save the link on my, um, Instagram bio. So if you want to like actually check it out and as soon as it comes out on Friday, you just go to my IG, which is Elijah Banks music and, uh, hit the link in my bio. I got the hyperlink for the pre-save. Cool. Cool. What 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 can people expect from the track? You said it got a lot of energy. You told them a love story, but like, what can they expect? Um, expect a lot of howling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so serious, man. It's a lot of howling and like a lot of weird sounds. And I think, I, like, I always want to try different stuff. Just just know it's gonna sound like segregation in the 1970s. Mm. Okay, that's powerful. Like a, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, and it's the right month to do it, too. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> what? So, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so, like, I'm super excited to, like, put the record out. Uh-huh. It's crazy because I thought the amount, this amount of timing would be um, enough, but No Words is, is popping, too. It's my first single. So, mm-hmm. it's like I might have, I potentially have two, two records that are really popping in the city. Because this one's really catchy, man. Like, yeah. it's going to have people, like, yeah. Like it's just one of those. It's dope. I, I can't lie. Like that's what's up. That's what's up. What? Yeah. What's something you want to experiment with musically in 2020? Um, 2020. I want to experiment with more. Uh, like I want to actually play on stage, play some guitar on stage. Okay. And and I'm not far off. I like I like the acoustic sound with my voice right now. And even if it's like one of those records where we just did three or four with the band and everybody's taking a swig and I just like randomly start playing something and singing to it mm-hmm. even just for a few minutes something that everybody knows um I think I want to start there but yeah that's one of my main goals um musically um what else I think that's pretty much about it I definitely want to put out a lot more music than I did last year last year I only did I did three records myself like three singles and I did a bunch of features okay this year I'm trying to put out at least two albums and some singles so how, how do you balance between like wanting to flood the streets with like a whole bunch of music and wanting to not oversaturate with too much music like how do you balance that 
Um, I think right now we're in a, um, you, you got to pick a side for, yeah. for one. I got to say that you either are going to be like, it's quality over quantity, or you're going to be like, it's quantity over quality. Okay. Because if you don't pick a side where I was last year, you're going to find yourself like not releasing nothing. And like, it's really not that good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is like, I'm standing behind my music this year. Um, I really want to be able to put myself in a position where I have a catalog and it's great. And if I do want to work with other artists that are bigger than me, they can go to it. They can see it and we can make that happen. But I read an interesting article and it was like, you find your zone once you release your 26 song. I was like, that's okay. such a random number. Yeah, I'm at 22 right now. I got okay. 22 on Spotify and that will put me right at my next album. So I just thought that was interesting. And I feel like these first two were kind of warm up. Like now okay. I feel like I'm finally in my zone. Okay. So it's, it's, it's just some cool, like it's all your perspective, but the biggest thing is really standing behind what you, what you believe in yeah, and sure. like sticking to it. For sure. Like, cause nobody would, um, like there's just certain things you just can't give advice on. Like Takashi, nobody would have been like, yo, dye your hair. Um, <laughs> and, and while out on IG live, yeah. like no one would have yeah. said that. But it worked because he stood behind it. He was like, yo, you know, this one, this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is me. So me, I make a lot of music and I want to share it. And sometimes you ever listen to an artist like, you know, Lil Wayne back in the day. He has great music. All of it wasn't timeless, but it fit really well over that time period. So like when I listen back to No Ceilings, we wanted niggas to rap like that on records. But Wayne was the only one that was doing it. Yeah. Now you listen back to it, you got more people rapping like that and there's not less structure. Cause it, the structure back then, man, and I don't want to get off in a tangent. Everybody was so structured. Like you never hear a nothing was the same or, or anything like that back in 07. You know what I'm saying? It just, it wouldn't fit. Like the industry wasn't ready for it. And I feel like now the industry is so open that you can really do like a lot of weird stuff. I listen to Yay albums and I'm like, he could have three songs in one, but that's hot now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just standing behind it, man. Stand behind what you believe in. For sure. For sure. You got to. If you can't stand behind what you what you putting out there, then how do you expect anybody else to fuck with it? Yep. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. All right, man. I got nothing left. So, like, go ahead. And if you want to leave them with any parting words, otherwise tell the people where they can where they can find you at and follow you and listen to your music. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys can uh, check out all my music. It's, you know, anywhere you can stream it, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Um, you just type in Elijah Banks in Google, Elijah Banks in anything, or you can ask Siri or Alexa to play an Elijah Banks song. Um, check out my new album. It's called Spin. Just dropped this year. Got a lot of new music coming up. Uh, if you want to follow me for any updates, um, just check me out on IG. I'm always I'm on my story, like, pretty much all day, every day. So any shows any features, any music that I'm working on, you can kind of see the whole process. And that's Elijah Banks Music, Instagram.com slash Elijah Banks Music. All right, y'all make sure y'all go check him out. New single, 4 a.m., dropping February 14th, man. Y'all got to listen hey. to it. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, anytime, man. And I, uh... Ooh. Boss piss me off with the job. Oh, trying to make this music work these days. I've been working 40 hours. Oh, I don't see myself being here so long. Honestly, I'm just trying to get home to you.
only feel wrong when you around Honestly, I just want you around You around, no, you around It's 4am, nothing good happens after midnight When my mind used to tell me And I hope you ain't playing You hit my phone and I'm right on the way when you tell me Make me feel Make me feel Make me feel Make me feel Mama said Don't go get your ass no player Couldn't agree anymore I changed my ways I'm so different these days Keep calling me